Heidelberg Catechism, Lord's Day 30, question 80. What difference is there between the Lord's Supper and the Popish Mass? The Lord's Supper testifies to us that we have full forgiveness of all our sins by the one sacrifice of Jesus Christ, which he himself once accomplished on the cross, and that by the Holy Ghost we are engrafted into Christ, who with his true body is now in heaven at the right hand of the Father and is there to be worshipped. But the Mass teaches that the living and the dead do not have forgiveness of sins through the sufferings of Christ unless Christ is still daily offered for them by the priests and that Christ is bodily under the form of bread and wine and is therefore to be worshipped in them. And thus the Mass at bottom is nothing else than a denial of the one sacrifice and passion of Jesus Christ and an accursed idolatry. And then question 81, who are to come to the table of the Lord? Those who are displeased with themselves for their sins, yet trust that these are forgiven them, and that their remaining infirmity is covered by the passion and death of Christ, who also desire more and more to strengthen their faith and to amend their life. But the impenitent and hypocrites eat and drink judgment to themselves. And then finally, question 82, are they then also to be admitted to the supper who show themselves by their confession and life to be unbelieving and ungodly? No, for thereby the covenant of God is profaned and his wrath provoked against the whole congregation. Wherefore, the Christian church is bound, according to the order of Christ and his apostles, to exclude such persons by the office of the keys until they amend their life. There's a lot of material in that particular Lord's Day of the Heidelberg Catechism, but it opens with question 80, and question 80 is likely the most controversial question in the Heidelberg Catechism. This is the one that people who are not familiar with the Heidelberg Catechism are a little astounded by when they come across it sometimes. And this is also the one where even people within Reformed churches will sometimes feel like there's a little bit too much of a polemical edge there. There's a couple of reasons for that. One is that American Roman Catholicism has been heavily modified and heavily influenced by Protestantism to the degree that it doesn't look exactly like Roman Catholicism did back when the Heidelberg Catechism was written. But some of that also is that we don't know why always the Catechism calls the Mass an accursed idolatry. But that's not some strange or fringe position. That was something that was taught broadly by the Reformers. For instance, in the Geneva, Cat or in the Geneva Confession, excuse me, Article 16 says, Inasmuch as the Mass of the Pope has been an accursed and diabolical ordinance, overthrowing the mystery of the Holy Supper, we declare that it is an utter abhorrence to us, like an idolatry condemned by God inasmuch as it is itself regarded as a sacrifice for the redemption of souls, that the bread in this way is taken and adored as God. Now, there's two things I want you to notice about that. One is the Heidelberg Catechism is relatively mild compared to the Geneva Confession in terms of what it says about the Mass. An accursed or an abominable idolatry is not strong language compared to an accursed and diabolical ordinance, is it? 
we're right in line there. But also, the Geneva Confession explains a little bit more of why we use this kind of strong language about the Mass, and that is in part that the bread, because they believe it turns into the actual body of Christ, so you will have people kneeling down, prostrating themselves before the bread, and worshiping a little piece of bread as though that bread were God. They'll put it in a special box, and they'll lead it around in a pilgrimage, and people will worship, and they'll say that this is their God. Well, if your God is a piece of bread, are you worshiping the true God? I think the kids know the answer to this one. Is your God a piece of bread? No, he's not. So if we're worshiping a piece of bread, that makes that idolatry. That's the Bible word for worshiping somebody who isn't God. And so when the Heidelberg Catechism or the Geneva Confession or other documents from the time call the Mass an idolatry, they're not just mad, they're not venting spleen, they're accurately describing the facts. And it's important to keep those differences in mind. It's possible to say you're worshiping God, but really you're perpetrating a great sin, you're committing idolatry.